Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels, another week without Kyle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we ca- still got an original with us. Yeah, the countdown yes. continues. <laughs> we do. We got David Endless Zelenka. Hello. The, the oh, man, snap. the myth, the legend. Wait, I thought I was the myth and the legend. That was last week when it was just me and you. But now that I got oh, somebody more important. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> oh that's rough, Savage. man. And, I don't uh, think I don't think I'm more important than John for the record. But... And my second most important <laughs> first rule of improv: don't contradict don't, don't contradict your improv partner. <laughs> don't do that. Is Mr. Bushfax himself? Uh, I guess that's me. Who was How's telling us how important facts were to him right before we started this? So they are. It's going good. Uh, all right, let's jump in the housekeeping real quick. So uh, as we say every week, come join us on Patreon. You can help support all this great content we're putting out, all the writers, you know, all that stuff, and listen to a whole nother podcast that we have. Also, if you're interested in, in uh, narrative campaign, we have our Stormtide campaign uh, still going strong. Right now, we are in the midst of monsters, which is a big deal, and uh, it's pretty crazy, and it's only getting crazier from here, trust me, so very excited about that. And then, David, what do you got? You got anything for Yavin Base? I uh, just wanted to say that I uh, run the channel Yavin Base, twitch.tv slash Yavin Base. I run the Yavin Base Team League, which is going on right now. We're going to be doing some streams. Uh, I also wanted to say congratulations to Sarmem for winning the limited edition Luke that we gave away. Uh, during the Invader League final, which uh, we're gonna, which you're gonna be talking about on a different episode, if I'm not mistaken. We would have already talked about it. That's right. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, so on this night that we're recording this. I'm actually recording two podcasts, and they're a bit out of order. But yes, we would have already. So you could talk about it, David. Like okay. the Invader League final, if you want. Yeah, not not right now, but yeah, soon. Okay. Well, David's not up for it. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, uh, this is, this is turning out great. Uh, uh, <laughs> go ahead and talk about it. Nah, I'm good. No, uh, I mean, well, look, this uh, is a later uh, part of the show, Jay. Uh, all right, Dave. <laughs> We're still in housekeeping. We gotta, we gotta yeah. keep this, we gotta keep this outline on track, man. I'm just trying to keep the show on track. <laughs> So uh, it's uh, the wild west. We just yeah. shoot from the hip here. No, Kyle. I just, it's no rules. um so so david we yes uh team league right is starting ish uh so it's so we're we took a break for christmas yep and we're starting the second round and it's not clear who the front runners are just yet it will be clear after this round because uh there'll be two games played and so we'll see who's two and oh nice and um basically we're just waiting for that third round to finish so we can figure out who's going on to the elimination phase okay um i haven't really focused on it since christmas so i have to look at the look at the list to tell you what's being played but uh people are definitely like trying out new things with empire um there was a list with three snowtroopers that got submitted i think with ions oh so people are definitely like uh, it's, it's because of the way that we do the we do the pairing of players it's because you get to like respond if you're blue player or red player based on what map is present so 
you know, if someone drops a droid list and you happen to have a, a triple ion snow list in your pocket, you as the captain could be like, yeah, we're going to put that triple ion snow against your list. Uh, have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. there's like, it's, it's a little bit of the nature of the beast, but, and it always sucks to be the player on the receiving end of that skew. But the good news is, there's four other people on your team that can still yeah. win. So yeah. even if you have to take the take a hard loss sometimes, it it's it's not the end of the story right. for your team. So that's that's always that's always nice to have that to yeah. have that. And plus it makes for really dramatic games on on camera when you have broad skews like can he survive against this uh, the storm of ions will the will the cis manage to prevail you know it's it, you get like some storylines out of it and it's yeah. more like dramatic lists than you normally would see that are like you know more middle of the road you know it's like you know oh he's got six stormtroopers man <laughs> you know? right, right yeah yeah you know it's funny uh in, in my experiences with team league and what i've seen you know what the one matchup that i think no one has really seemed to figure out maybe they have this season but as I've always found, like if you're running a double heavy list, you always end up getting paired up against another double heavy list. And yep. it's like, that's not, that's not right. We, the double heavy should <laughs> never be paired up against another double heavy. That's not where they do their most, the most work, you know, they should be pay, You know, I love going against rebels. But double, I could see how double heavy is always the counter to double heavy. Yeah. If someone lays down in YBTL with double heavy, me as a team captain, I'm like, I don't want to subject any of my other lists to that. <laughs> right, I'm right. going to subject right. the other double heavy to it. Yeah. And they can yeah. duke it out. It's got the best chance. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Say, I can see that. Say but someone the, drops double AT. Sorry, go ahead, Jay. Well, I was going to say the problem with that is it's always a 50 50 flip. Yeah. You know, that's, right. that's, you know, oh, it's oh, like, I, I do skill. Right. Yes. But at the end of the day, the lists are so like, just roll better. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me, know, me and TTS uh, Roland do not get along at all. On it's all it's level. all random number generator. It's all it's all fair now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they oh, want man. you to think. Oh man, the Matrix doesn't have you at all, David. <laughs> nope. Oh man. Oh man. I I have I have absolute faith in probability and the law of large numbers. <laughs> There you if go. We, if oh, we man. ever get there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we can ever get to a large number, <laughs> that's always the struggle with the uh, with um uh games where you don't roll dice often. Is that if you have only a few dice rolls, suddenly the luck matters a great deal, as opposed yeah. to games where there's only like where there's like you know a rolling. If like everybody's attacking all at once, you know, then you get to like law large numbers and attrition and things like that. But if you're only doing, you know, small things like, oh, this sniper shot is actually quite significant because it might put another wound on Luke Skywalker or something like that. Then it's like, oh, man, I'm really sad that he rolled double hit <laughs> and didn't roll hit miss or whatever. He well, must like not actually... have been rolling with Empire snipers because it would have been miss uh, surge. <laughs> Yes, it would have been missed surge or <laughs> double surge. surge. Or double yeah. surge, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, games like X-Wing deal with small dice pools all the time. And, I mean, they're rolling three dice is like a decent attack. Yeah. And then three yeah. dice defense is amazing. Yeah. And then you have, like, uh, what is it, the Tide Defender that can change defense dice? Oh, I don't know the 2.0 stuff. 
Uh, yeah, so to, so in 2.0, like I think evade now lets you change a die to an evade and then focus does what it normally does. And, oh, okay. and you've also got like, there's even like Darth Vader in a defender. So he's got the force, which is also a weighted modified yep. dice. Yeah. yeah. So you just. Yeah, they have a lot more modifications of dice. That's yeah. true. They do. Yeah, they that's do. true. X Wing yeah. is, or Legion, it's just aims to rerolls. Right. There's a few ways to stack those, but they're they're kind of they take your entire list really to do it. Right. Yeah. No, that, that that's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a good that was a good housekeeping, boys. We did it. We did it. Yeah. All right. One down. Two to one go. One down. Uh, all right. So what I wanted to do was there are a number of tournaments uh, upcoming both in real life and other, I suppose. Um, and I kind of wanted to talk, you know, with the new rules, with the new uh, erratas and all of that, what people should be expecting, how they should be getting ready, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I think the first thing I wanted to talk about is list building. You guys, you guys okay with that? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So here's the question for, for the both of you. Do you build for a bid now with the new rules? I do not. But then again, I didn't before. So All right, let's, well, let's hear what David has to say, and then I'll keep coming uh, after. I, I only build for it if my battle deck is important, and I don't care about the side of the board I land on, which is often difficult, especially if I'm running a Jedi. Yeah. So I think Jedi have a they have a, a problem here because they want like good terrain because you're putting a lot of eggs into a single model basket yeah. that needs to hide. But you also are trying to avoid certain missions. Burst of speed mitigates that a little bit. That's you get true. an extra four inch four inches to your move one time. Yeah. Try and zoom across the map. Or if you're Yoda and do standby sharing. <laughs> yeah, Yoda, yeah. Geez. People are going to notice a theme with me in that list because that list, oh, it's so stinky. It's the stinky cheese of Legion right now. <laughs> it's so it's so nasty. But uh, but anyway, the question was, do you bid? It's like, I think, I don't know. Like, I don't know if we've crossed the threshold where we bid for red, man. I don't know if that's the thing. I did choose red three times at New Orleans. Okay. I had the bid with like a one or I think I might have had a three point bid or four point and I cho I was a blue player or I got to choose and I chose red three times. Wow. Four. Just because battle deck the battle deck is such is a lot less significant now now that no one objective can be forced on you. Right. There's there's still bad matchups there's but you could always avoid any one thing. Um, so if that's not a big deal to me, my list felt pretty rounded, then yeah, I'll take, I'll choose the board edge that I like better. So the question is, I guess to David's point, right? So the bidder, whoever has the lower points gets to choose. So do you bid I would for the choice? Red. Yeah. And do you bid for the choice though now? That's, I think that's an open question. Yeah, I think a lot of people are kind of like in their gut saying, 
you know, if I'm going for blue, I have a particular strategy focused around blue and not terrain dependent. So like, for example, let's say you're running double T47, right? Your T47s are by and large ignoring the terrain. Hmm. And if you're playing double T47, you want your battle deck because you're going to run bombing run. Mm -hmm. And so that's a list that can still like bid for blue. Here's the thing though. If you're blue and it's your battle deck, like you can't force any objective ever. Like, like the red player will, if it, if blue does their last veto so that bombing run is up, red can easily say, no, I'm not letting bombing run happen. And they get red gets last veto. Right. So Red so can those, just get rid of it. Right. So those strategies are, are weakened now. They did that on Very, purpose to weaken it. Yeah. Yeah. So but it's I like would, it might be a weak strategy now. Sorry, it, go ahead. Yeah, I would say I would agree with that. But I also think that um in uh, now granted, I've only played one tournament, right, where these new rules have been enforced. Um and I found that even some of those, like uh, I played a, a triple, no, double staps and AAT droid list. And I found that like none of my choices were, <laughs> were great, right? Like bombing run, breakthrough. Like I was just like, oh God. Like, yeah, yeah. There's, you know? if, that's true. Yeah. If, you, if those two like line up, then, then yeah, that's probably unfortunate for you. Yeah. There's, there's it, it takes like a... multiple favorable objectives. Yeah. There's still like a straight yeah, that's what I was gonna say to to your point, John. There's still like a strong nexus between blue player and sabotage, bombing run, and breakthrough. There's still like a nexus there that can be worked with. Yeah, three out of four of them. Yeah, three out of four are being good are, are pretty good. And then the last one is like probably payload or something. Something where you can rush them down yeah. with your yeah. with your skew. Yeah. Um you can make things bad for your opponent that way, but the again, AAT that just sits on the payload. Like, yeah. how are you going to get it off? Yeah, you, you can't. Luck. Yeah, you could actually like park your AAT. You could even park your AAT and then wave the payload and just like yeah, laugh. <laughs> yeah, because you're just like, no. I you, played you, payload against double AAT once. It was miserable. Oh god, yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. Oh, uh, lists like double AAT make me stop wanting to run Wookiees so much because it's like they just what do you do? Yeah, they just kind of laugh at you and say, you know, your swords bounce off my armor. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then you try to get close to me, and I just ping you with my giant. Wookiees need RAM. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> Clearly <laughs> they need buff. They need speed three. Is what they need. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would say that any, uh, you know, even like uh, I played a double ATST list, and and that was really good against Wookiees with with the back counter on the other side you know so i had double atst double do back yeah you smack them down with your dues if they don't engage you first and even then yeah. it's really rough yeah and plus they can't they can't hurt armor right they can't the bowcaster is pretty good if you get range two bowcaster shot yeah where you've got the eight dice with impact and pierce right that loves so, red armor so now you're at what three with that, you're at three crits because you've rolled one naturally and you're forcing another, and then you have impact. Yeah, yeah, and I mean you're at range two, so maybe you've also got a weak point by then. Oh, that's true. That's fair. Yeah, I think but it's easier with Pierce. To... Like you're gonna get most of it through. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get some damage through. I'm thinking the ATST though with eleven health. 
Oh yeah, it's like a lot. Like yeah, I was gonna say it's a lot easier. No one plays ATSDs. <laughs> <laughs> no one did, anyways. No um, one yet. Yeah. No one plays them yet. <laughs> I think um, like number five or six at New Orleans was ATSDs. Yeah. yeah, there was an ATS. I think there was an ATSD list. It was with high up. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, what's well, wild, man? Well, Who plays and, that? you know, and I think we'll talk about this, but I think the, that's a ATSDs is one of those units that doesn't care about terrain as much because even if your opponent's getting favorable terrain they stand so high that most of the time they can see over it and so even with wookies like trying to get into that range two to pull their shenanigans there it's like okay but you're gonna lose some stuff before you get here like just uh, just as a heads up fourth place was double atst scott combs with Scott and a and a full saboteur Full Good. team saboteur four uh, one. Wow. wow, love it, love it. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think that kind of I think that's still up. Do you bid or not? Is it, I think it's highly dependent on lists now, right? And what? Yeah, yeah. I, I think the, the those skew lists want it. The yeah. choice that requires the least thought is is red, which is something that you should keep in mind. You should always keep in mind the choices that are the least take the least mental energy because you have to yep. conserve that energy over four games in a tournament. Yeah. That is the less, the sure. less mental energy you can spend on this, the better probably. Uh, yeah. Thought. On that, on that first turn, right. That turn zero. That's, that's when things get the, are the most dicey. And I, you know, that's, that's the way I kind of play is cause I I've never been great at turn zero. So I try to build lists that just don't care about it and are more like, I'm just going to murder you. And then you, you worry about turn zero and like coming for this stuff. Like, so, so Jay, why aren't you playing double T 47 triple Wookie? Who says I'm not? <laughs> who says I'm not? Ah, ah. So we have a, we have a, um, uh, an event coming up in February up, up here, the Canto bite event. And, uh, oh, nice. I for sure have, uh, two T-47s, three Wookiees, and definitely two Tauntauns put together. And I'm, wor- I'm working on a combination of said <laughs> if I could, If I could afford to slip to slip in another convention between Adepticon and, and uh, LVO, I would go. Yeah. 100% I would go. That event looks like it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm excited I'm for it. It's at a good place. Um, I will be there. Though unfortunately, it's in the middle of February in upstate New York, which is uh, pretty hit or miss. John was like, "What's the temperature going to be up there?" I'm like, "Negative twenty, maybe." <laughs> There's a real solid chance. Never yeah. experienced that much in my life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I've been down to like negative ten, I think. Negative yeah. twenty. Oh yeah, because we got that that famous wind show. Uh, Is it like the movie Day After Tomorrow where the flag just freezes yeah. as it's blowing? Yeah. And, <laughs> that happened? Yep, that's, that happens all the time. Okay. Yep. That's what I figured. Uh, you, can store your, you can store your meat outside. Yeah. It's like the kids to get on the bus. They just got to sprint full speed at the bus. Otherwise, they freeze on their way there. So it's, you know. <laughs> we cook our eggs on the sidewalk. You store your meats on the sidewalk. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, half the time we just, anytime you have a party during the winter up here, just the outdoors is your cooler. So it's just, that's where everything goes, you know? Yeah, just yeah. Stick, stick that beer into a snowbank. That's For right. Real. That's exactly right. Um, no koozies. All right. So here I think might be the tougher question. With that said, 
with the changes, with the errata, with whether or not we're going to bid, how has list building changed, if at all? There's a lot more viable lists out there. Yeah, a it's lot, broader. like a stupid, like so many. Yeah, it's it's we're in this weird. Great. Yeah, it's great, and we're in this weird like. I don't know how to say. It. I think I think there's like two. There's two major strains of thought, which is like, the first one is you need lots of melee because it's suddenly a lot harder to keep melee away from you with like burst of speed and transports and Wookiees. You know the whole like uh, post AA five, you know mindset where it's like I gotta have melee or I'm dead. Hmm. Because the Wookiees just come in and I die. My gun line gets chewed up. And then there's the other thought, which is like, if I have enough firepower and I have enough like smart range management and a good deployment, I can play I can play that kind of like hold them away from me ranged method where but sort of like the old school, you know, range four plank kind of kind of school thought. Yeah. But it's really tough because if you don't if you don't come prepared to handle burst of speed or some close range strategy, you're kind of gonna just lose, is my feeling. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's self-perpetuating, right? Like the more I mean, Wookiees have been around for a while. Some right. stuff's changed more recently, right? That's dualist and all that has made them better. But but it's not like they're new. It's just we know we're using them differently now, which is then perpetuating other lists to make sure they have melee units, which is, you know, and it just keeps like building this. You right. Know, right. Yeah. Snowballs. Yeah. And then you had the buffs to like Vader. Oh, yeah. And burst of speed on top of it. So it's like the game as a result i think becomes more dynamic because a lot of it is like initiative based and so things like initiative get really valuable if you're playing like a wookies who are notoriously fragile in melee well once they get in i mean they're pretty fragile because they have only a six or i keep calling it a six up save that's warhammer speak for only saves on a block on a white dice um but yeah, initiative is becomes really important, and you know, units like Krennic get get better because cunning is really really good on Vader, mm. for example. Or uh, sorry about the mess with CZ initiative on Luke Skywalker, or something Who like does that. that. Who does that? No one does that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, you know, I have been between my double. ATST list. The other list that I was playing before the errata, which I'm, I want to play now with the changes and burst of speed, is uh, Callus OP Vader. Because Callus with that ISB investigation, and then if you put seize the initiative on OP Vader, like you can basically have two one pips where you have initiative for two for basically two to three rounds like in a row you know with vader having orders on all those rounds um yep. it's crazy plus you got that second beat stick in there yeah yeah he kind of holds back right because it's it's a it's like a weird vader slash gun line list and he's back with the gun line you know they're plinking away at stuff vader's doing vader things and then if you try to come in and do something well callus also can you know then 
tangle up and do some nasty stuff. Yeah, Callus like switches to bow rifle mode and just goes in. <laughs> it's like that additional that additional threat on top of everything. It's sort of like Luke plus one Wookie. It's similar. Yeah. Or like uh, what is it? I'm thinking like Vader IRG list. Mm-hmm. There was like uh, what was it? This, this list that won the French Open recently, or well, it wasn't called French Open. It was called like uh, International Championship or something. It was in Paris. But um, I think the winning list was like Vader, triple dewback, double full IRG at nine activations. Like that's another way list building is changing. By the way, is that activation yeah. counts are down. Like yep. that's that's something that, that really changed. Like the thinking on activations is completely flipped. Which I don't get, especially if you're, if you're melee, if, if melee is still important, because then the other opponent's melee can go after. Yeah. Right. And can close that gap and can last first, rather. Yep. You those open last up first. last first if you have lower activations. Yeah, and those last first attacks are extremely potent, especially with a unit like Luke who can pierce. Yeah. Or a unit and like attack uh, twice. Vader. Right, and attack twice right. on top of it. So you've got yeah. like this, you're basically triple tapping that point because you you have your last attack and then you place on a skywalker and then you attack twice so it's three we're just using it to cross unfavorable terrain right just with burst of speed perhaps yeah or like 24 inches you could get between four actions you know that's almost across like the entire table yeah it's like uh what is it like dooku with relentless on uh what is it fear surprise surprise. yeah exactly Dooku. We actually saw um, Dooku win recently to an Invader League. Oh snap! Speaking of which, so like that's that's another thing which is list building that's changing is that Force users are like making a big comeback. Yeah. You know, force users were like we were in the we were in the land of Rex where there were, no Force user was to be found almost because <laughs> it was Rex or it was um, what was the other popular list uh, when Rex was good? Um, oh yeah, uh, Double Tank. Yeah, and triple staps and triple stab yeah. with no with no hero yeah or i guess maul b2s but maul was uniquely positioned at that point against against stuff like rex because maul has three actions when he's wounded yep so yeah it's interesting yeah. so do you do you guys feel like when you're thinking about putting your list together in today's world are you are you building your list and focusing on what you want to do, or are you building your list thinking about what you're potentially going to face in in today's world? You have to do both. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you can't just do whatever you want. Not every faction is good at everything. Um, so, like, depending on your faction, you've got to play to your strengths. Rebels, I think their biggest strength is Pierce. So if you're not maximizing like pierce for those uh republican imperial counters then you're losing out a lot but at the same time you have to be ready for separatists that don't care about it um so you can do some stuff that you want there but you can't just you can't do everything you want if you want to win at least you have a uh, you have what um oh, what's his name shoot he's on the tip of my tongue but he's a he's a chess a chess grandmaster silman He's a chess grandmaster and says you have a responsibility to the position, which means you have a responsibility to what your faction is good at. Yeah. Is exactly what John is saying, essentially. Is that like, so, like, say I'm an empire, right? 
I've got great melee options in Dubax, Vader, IRG. If I wanted to play Stormtroopers or Shore Troopers, I have, you know, uh, Veers and Krennic who can who can provide great control or recovery for offensive push. Or I've got, you know, um, Imperial Officer with a Spotter Two with the Electro Binocular who can distribute aims fairly to my to my folks. You know, you just have to look at what your faction is strong at and try to go for things like that. Um, I, I was going to say, I think it also depends on the size of the tournament. Um, if you're going to like a 10 player event or less, you can just run what you want, man. Like, yeah, it's try fine. It out. Just try it out. Those are the, those are the places like, like tournaments, tournaments are not like, um, they're like, a, they're, they're, well, no, they're like a playground. They're like you, you. You practice. You practice with your friends, right? But then, like, you go to a tournament to figure out, like, you know, what works and what doesn't work. And then you go to like a big tournament to figure out, like, wh- how strong you are. Yeah. Right. Right. Like that's where you. That's where you figure out how strong you are. Like your local ten or your eight, eight to ten, twelve people. You go there to like have fun and just like have a good time and talk to other people and play. And you can do that at the big tournaments too, but the big tournaments will really give you a sense of how strong you are as a player if that's something that interests you. Yeah, yeah, I like how you put that because that's definitely like local tournaments. I think you could get up to like, let's say 16 or something. But like, if you get to that number, like that's where you're trying out stuff and you're like, you know what? This is just local. Like, it's fine if I don't make it all the way through. I'm not being quote unquote judged here or put it be being put on the elo rankings right john because it's <laughs> it's uh, under 20 and so you know um that's where you that's yeah that's where you build and you and you practice and you figure out what works and what doesn't work and you try to face as many because i think local tournaments is where you face the most weird stuff right because yes. people are just bringing random stuff and you may have not ever seen sad combination before you know and it's just good to see it and know what in case you ever see atst let's say on the battlefield you're like all right i faced one of those i know i kind of know what i I need to do i I, i'm gonna this is a little a little story from x-wing too but i'm gonna share it um i was driving north to oregon from california and i was listening to i forget what podcast i was listening to but they said like if you this is an x-wing which has a much like higher number of games played and they were like yeah if you go if you go oh and one you're in the jank tank which is like you know you're gonna find <laughs> you're gonna find <laughs> jank tank. you're, you're gonna come up with, you're gonna come up against some jank that's gonna kill you and you'll have no idea what just happened <laughs> <laughs> but like if you want to if you want to stay if you want to stay with the meta quote unquote you have to like always win all win all your matches but it's but it's similar to what you said jay it's sort of like um you know meta only really matters to like the people who are winning constantly yeah you know and if and if and you go you know you can go to any tournament and field anything you want but not anything you want (laughs) but um uh you know you can field some reasonable lists and go pretty far you know and like and like was what you said john like the the guy that went fourth at uh, was it PAX? Uh, no, it was uh, New Orleans. New Orleans, right? The guy that went fourth in New Orleans is running something no one ever saw before, you know. And so it's it, that stuff can still break through. Yeah, you know, it's it's we're we're in this we're in this really like kind of optimistic phase where th- people can try, try stuff out and stuff will work. 
people don't know what's best right now. Yeah. And, and I think too, um, I think we've talked about this before, but like that element of surprise, especially now is so good because there's so much out there. There's so many new players that you, you can't possibly have faced everything. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, you know what I mean? You, you can't possibly have faced all the different lists out there because there's so many different units out there that you could bring, you know, you literally, maybe you've never faced one of the A5 speeder trucks because everyone stopped playing them for some weird reason. Um, if you get, they got nerfed. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't get nerfed that bad. Like they got nerfed a little bit, but I still think that they, some of their fundamentals are still true. That's definitely true. Like if I'm gonna be absolutely brutal about the AA five, like I I bought two and they haven't seen the table since the nerf. Yeah. So that's 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 just me because I have a pretty brutal expectations about what my list should be able to do. Hmm. Because I'm one of those players that wants to like win all the time. So you want to win all the time? All the time. (laughs) All the time. Every time I want to win. (laughs) I don't come. I, I I. Okay, maybe ninety-five <laughs> percent of the time. Oh, see how fast he backed off that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I barely even, I barely even questioned him. <laughs> no, no, because well, I, because I, I've, I've, I tried to evaluate how true that statement actually was, and I was like, you know, actually, yeah, there are times where I don't care. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I don't care. Most of the time, though, I care. Well, it's like, um, you know, it kind of reminds me because this whole talk about like going to your local tournaments, the, you know, the, the 10 to 16 man tournaments or whatever, and just trying stuff out. It kind of reminds me of like comics, right? Like when a comic is working on their set that they're going to go record, right. They're going to, they're going to all these local, like, you know, stand-up places where they're just practicing going to their friends, right. Or going to their friends and like practicing it and working it out and then pulling out stuff that's not working and putting new stuff in and, you know, rewriting the jokes so that they land harder. And, you know, I, I, I think maybe we sometimes lose that in Legion because I find I do this, you know, but I find you get comfortable with whatever list and you just, you play it and you're not really working it out to like how to optimize it completely you know yep yep you're playing it because it's familiar yeah yeah and it's just like i just want to play this and i don't really want to think yeah i definitely have had games like that where it's just like i'm burning this because it's what i ran last week right and i haven't had any i haven't had any ability to like you know figure out what's wrong with it or what the optimization is or maybe i forgot and i didn't write it down or something like that yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, I think I'm in that now. Like, I'm definitely in a double heavy empire since the last LVO, really, right? Like, that, right. I mean, I've been running it for years uh, before it was cool, all you kids out there. Uh, and um, yeah, I, I recently have thought, and that's why this Canto Bite tournament, um, I, I originally wasn't going to go just because I was like, I don't know if I want to go to a tournament. But then I was like, no, I need to go. I need to work out and I, I need to bring something different and challenge myself and and find, even though it's probably going to be a double heavy of a different faction, but it's still like... Gotta get, you got to get Legion swole again. Yeah, yeah. I feel, yeah, uh, yeah I, I, you know, I, I, I got a little bit of a taste of a win recently and I'm like, oh, Jay likes that. Jay yeah. wants, Jay wants more. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
yeah. you 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 won a game and you took a part of their soul yeah <laughs> and you you ingested it and you were like oh man i feel the power coursing through me yeah like mortal Kombat. i need to go reap more souls yeah and like use their <laughs> powers against them the next time yes. I fight them. Yeah. it's like highlander yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um i think we covered it for the most part but let's just go real quick so if i'm if i'm building a list today and i got tournaments coming up especially at lvo canto by adepticon um you know dallas open the the new one that stabcast has in may there down in tennessee like what what are some of the things uh, my list needs to be ready for? I know melee is definitely one of them, right? What what else? Man, vehicles like armor skew. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yoda Padme saber. Yeah. I'm gonna throw that out there because and lightsabers and lightsabers. Yeah. Stinky cheese. Yeah. You gotta you gotta be able to handle it some in some degree all of those things. And um, not every list can do it. And sometimes you're sort of like, uh, I hope I don't face this. <laughs> Some, if you just really, if you have your heart set on a list, you sort of have to like say, what's the likelihood that, you know, this list that I fear is going to come up. Right. So, you know, generally I got, speaking, sorry, go I ahead. got really lucky in New Orleans that I did not face separatists because I don't think I would have fared well at all against them. Yeah, like uh, I was, I was playing clones at a tournament recently, and I got completely smashed by like Lando Luke triple sniper, you know. <laughs> but then he faced Separatist on the next table, and he got completely smashed. Yeah. By a Separatist running like you know double droid, double droid spider, and and BX commandos. Which brings me to a point I want to iterate to people out there: when one player beats another, and then that player, like when A beats B and B beats C. That does not mean A can beat C. Correct. It is not. It is not transitive. So just because you beat or, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I hear that a lot and it bugs me. But this is a perfect example of. So that's how you really feel. Yeah, it, <laughs> no man, you got people got to know. This is, they got to know. This, this is, is a fact. It's a bush fact. <laughs> There's no transitive. There's no transitive property of list. No. <laughs> it's rock paper it. scissors yeah i would say that, and and i think that is a larger point right like david i think you said it earlier and it kind of ties in with this is not that you can't bring any list right you can't really bring just any list but i think there is let's say a, a couple dozen lists that you could for sure bring and if you're an excellent pilot at that list that you're going, you will do well. If you yep. know your list and you know what you potentially can face and just maybe have even not the full answer to it, but like half an answer. And then you're kind of working it out. As long as you know your list and know what you're capable of. Like, I think you have just as much of a, a say in who wins as anyone. The, the perfect example for this is Evan. Yeah. Evan Bullris. He has heart of a champion because he's the guy <laughs> that runs... The guy that runs triple fluttercraft when other people won't. Yeah. <laughs> he'll run like he'll run like lat triple speeder bike. Yep. And he'll go he'll go pretty far. Yeah. He'll take those lists deep into tournaments. 
even if even if it's jank even if it's like even if this looks like crap it's like oh man i just want to run this and i'm and I, he does a really good job piloting what he runs he yeah he has always since i've known him in the last like five plus years and the four since we've been playing legion he that is just his mo he does the same thing in x-wing he's just like I just like rule a cool. I'm going to play this because it looks cool on the table. And then he figures out how to win with it. Like, it's, it's, yep. Yeah. Yep. So, you just figure out what your list has to do to win. Yep. If it's uh, overrun the enemy a dozen times, then that's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. And I, and, and I think that I'm glad you brought that up because I think he's a perfect example of what we're saying, right? Like if you have a pilot, who knows the list and 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 understands the game then you know that person has a, a solid chance to go far yeah there's 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 no like there's no hard wall that you cannot bypass right now yeah there's Which no is why it's in a great position exactly yeah. perfect timing for lvo there was a dark period where rex was the gatekeeper there was yeah. a lot of dark periods <laughs> yeah, yeah. there were Taun tauntauns were the gatekeepers Taun, yeah, Taun, rex Taun, gatekeeper rex, yeah, yeah, yeah there was definitely like a dark period gatekeeper. a little bit yeah uh, it was never sabine never sabine luke gatekeeper though <laughs> we almost had it we, we almost, almost, it we, almost, almost we, were, that gate. we were close it was sabine i had sabine luke double taunt and i only lost to mike Berry. yeah it has no there was no reason there was no reason other than my own mistake yeah. oh, i'm yeah. so mad <laughs> yep i have a lot of those wasn't yeah. it uh i think it was northeast open right when that, that was me that was, yeah. second place yeah yeah that was john second place it was me at uh, lvo uh night yep. lvo 20 the last lvo before covid where mike uh, killed two snipers before the game really even started and i was just like well i guess i lose because <laughs> yeah. sabine can't go last anymore yeah yeah it was recover the supplies versus Vader, oh, oh man. <laughs> which would have been walking Vader. Yeah, yeah, so it would have been it would have been an easy peasy, just like grapple line Vader in place and leave him alone. Just laugh at him. Yeah, uh, it would have been really easy. Man. If I if I but if only if I'd been able to stay on ten activations, I went down to eight, and I yeah. lost because I was at eight, which is interesting. That is, you know, I, I, I'd love to put this in that is such a huge blow um especially back when snipers were big like you know and i think to in today's world it's still the same like getting that first activation against your opponent and the the sooner you can take away one of their activations or two of their activations like not only not only the gymnastics that they have to do in the game to like make that up but like the mental gymnastics that end up happening when you're when you're down two orders like within the first two rounds and you're like oh no yeah it's really <laughs> bad for you luckily i had a game under my belt in, in a pressure situation where i had been down to acting and i was able to to play to play it out but it was really bad and eventually it did catch up with me but that's only because I played so many tournament games. I've, I've what like thirty tournament games under my belt at this point because I've been playing since what since the game came out practically. Yeah. But that's you know that's you know rarefied experience. Not a lot of people have thirty plus tournament games. Um, that's true. Anyway, I guess the point was the point was is that you know especially back when back when snipers were really prevalent, like those. Those two early activation losses were really strong. Yeah. 
just a strong blow. And they still are kind of. They just change all the math around surrounding like last first and things like that. Well, and it's even like it changes what you want to do as a player because let you know let's say like a an AAT wipes out i don't know just pick a unit right like a like a regular squad or a naked squad or rebels or or whatever whatever right and you just you're just down in activation well now your whole game plan is shifted right because uh, whether or not it should it it just does because the panic starts to set in when, you know within that there's that weird two round like first two rounds if you lose an activation you're like uh-oh like that's not good yeah yeah and so units have to shift around and fill the gap or like maybe yeah. this unit that you thought was going to hold the objective now has to rotate away yeah yeah that's really like it, it can be really devastating like even one shot from like say a, a heavy into like yep. say a rebel trooper you know like suddenly i'm down three three dudes and that the power of this unit is heavily reduced and i have to adjust my whole game plan around it and then if i lose that unit it's even worse yeah i mean it, it, like especially if you see somebody like me across the table whose whole list is like two heavies if you can take that first one of those heavies out within the first two rounds like i'm kind of sunk for for the rest of the game and and playing catch up because my whole game plan involves those two heavies surviving to at least round four, maybe round five, if I'm lucky. Right. But, all right. So that's kind of getting ready for tournaments list, what you should be looking out for. Let's, let's run through what we believe are some of the best lists for each of the factions. Now this is subjective because there's, like we said, dozens upon dozens of lists out there right now that are that potentially can be played. There, I would argue that there really isn't a meta, that it's shifting and evolving. Um, but that all being said, let's have some fun and get controversial here, right? And pick some, pick some lists. What do you guys? What what faction you want to start with? We do rebels. We're both rebel players. Yeah, we we both we we are rebel players. A lot That's of true. thought into those. Oh yeah. So do we each want to pick one and then we can argue over it? <laughs> Bushman, you first. What's, what do you think? What's a list right now to look out for it with, uh, with Rebels? I don't want to tell people to look out for it. All right. Because LVO's coming up. All right. <laughs> no, All right. I mean, cat's out of the bag. We already talked about it last, or two weeks ago. Yep. Um, Flyboys. Yeah, I think Han Luke. Han, Han will get in your face at latest round two and remove four models, three to four models every turn. Um, Luke protects him from melee and Luke is the beat stick he always was. Yep. So back it up with enough firepower, you know, add Chewy to your taste and snipers. Like it's, it's nasty. I still think um, triple Wookiee with Chewbacca is extremely strong. Um, I think Cassian double T47, extremely strong still. Um, it's a little bit tough to, to say which is the best right now. Um, the, so the biggest issue I have is that there's a boogeyman in Republic that's, that I'm gonna keep coming back to. So it's like, how do I build a list in Rebels that can that can avoid 
Padme standby is like my big my big issue playing Rebels right now. And and I think the answer is you do T forty sevens and you just murder Padme as soon as possible. Like that's kind of what you have to do. Do you have to murder Padme? Yeah. Yeah, it has to it has to happen. She's the linchpin of the entire list. And if you can if you can get hold of Padme and and get rid of her, then it gets a lot easier for you. And um, Yoda as Yoda as uh, awesome as he is is only a five health mini. Yes. <laughs> so blanks do just, get rolled. Just yeah, do when damage you're, when you're tossing six dice that search to crit into stuff. <laughs> even yeah. even two one or two crits at a time. Yep. Uh, there's two blank sides on that red defense die. Yeah. yeah just make them make them roll dice. Make you have dice. Um, yeah, and I would say I, I'm going to go, David, I'm going to agree with you. I think a double T47, there's various configurations of it that I think are good. So any anything with double T47. And I'm uh, here's my controversial pick. I think that there is still a place, um, even though everyone's forgot about it, and maybe it's maybe I'll bring it, who knows, but it's I think there's a place for uh, the A5 speeder truck and Wookiees with maybe a Luke or, or something mixed in. I, I really do think that's still in the mix. There's, so I want to hear why. Yeah, I, I think because it kind of covers your bases. It's not like, uh, if I if I had to describe it, it would be like an all-comers list is my best, like the best way to look at it, right? Is that you have the melee to protect. You have Luke to do crazy stuff. You have the A5 that can deliver it can block out it you know the a5 is very versatile outside of just tactician i think for the points and what it's capable of doing i don't think it provides enough firepower without tactician and without the and for the points that it's at i don't think it needs to provide firepower which goes back to cost too much to not be providing firepower I think I uh, I am always been a proponent of things like the tank, the gav tank, even though it didn't make any sense, figuring out ways to make it make sense that shock people. And I and I think that a lot of that is still the case. And I think with all this, you know, melee skew and, and different stuff going on, that having a big brick of cheese that can just like gum up a fire lane or, you know, block something out from moving forward to, to an objective is still pretty powerful. Yeah, and I mean, like, we can't ever discount Shriv with R2-D2. Yeah. That's, that's like one of the big things. And also like putting R2-D2 in a close transport. <laughs> like, yeah. There's still there's still that like um I'll still say like intercept. it reminds me you can still get intercept yeah it reminds me of Lupo um, Daniel Lupo when he ran uh, a similar list to this at uh, at uh, SoCal he had a list like this which was a lot of like this R two tech kind of thing it's like oh I got C three PO I got tactician I got you know all this aim passing and like here's what I, here's all this ridiculous crap that I can do with Cassian and marksman off of tactician but like even though tactician got nerfed even though you know people are looking at the bus differently these days some of the bones of what was good about that still exist Mm. and one of those bones is um putting r2d2 in a close transport and sending it off to whatever objective you want to send them to or secret mission etc so i mean you still got there's still some play there it's just not I think there's like a stigma of like, this is a nerfed unit now. Why should I play this? 
Yeah. And listen, it got a little bit of a nerf, but I, I would argue, and, and I think I would argue though, it still serves the same purpose as it always did. And it's just sure, little, maybe a little bit more expensive, but I think there's paths for it, especially in the way the meta is heading today. Just yeah, my R2, thought. An R2 in a closed transport is a lot scarier than R2 just alone. Mm -hmm. It's a lot scarier, but it costs a lot more. It starts to get more fair. Yeah. Even though closed transports aren't really fair. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, you literally can't shoot him. Oh, I move him last. Oh, I disembark. I guess I get secret mission now. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> I yeah. win. You get one shot at him before he moves back in. Yeah, it's a, it's like a hundred. It's like a hundred and what? It's like a hundred and thirty point. I win button, <laughs> a little bit. So maybe maybe some list incorporating that is still good for rubble. Yeah. See, I knew I could get you guys moved. All right. Uh, oh, still. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'll play it at Canto Bite, and we can meet in the finals. Oh, let's play. Hey. <laughs> All right, next faction. What do you guys want to do next? Well, let's do, do it. Let's do Empire because Empire. it's the foil. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. Something with Operative Vader. Yep. I'd say Operative Vader yeah. gun, gun line is one of the better ones. Um, and then my, my second choice would be, real. I would say because Rex and clones got nerfed, that I think there's a lot of opportunity for Empire gun lines to resurge. And remember... Uh, the Krennic boss, Death Trooper, Shore Trooper list that was popular two, two, three years ago. Um, I really think that that has an opportunity to be good again. You can get like, there's a 10 activation boss Palpatine too. That's really funny. Oh, the wizard lizard list. Yeah, yeah basically, <laughs> it, basically it's like, there's no heavy weapons on the storms. It's all just like medics and electro binoculars. <laughs> and they just stack Bosk with like 12 aims and then he gets pulled the strings for six aims twice. <laughs> it's really stupid. <laughs> but it works. Yeah. And then if they get close to you, oh, pal bomb, here we go. <laughs> I would you say, know? yeah, I love it. Um, it's so janky. It's so funny. Empire is so, is the jankiest, I think, of the factions right now yeah. where there's so many random Thanks. Cause like I, as I said that, I was like, well, I don't know. Like do backs are really good and double ATST is really good right now. And, you know, I, I think they're, that's to be seen with the spiders. Um, they're going to be nasty. I just don't know how nasty yet. Like, you know what I mean? I just don't know what the effect is going to be overall and how many people are really going to bring them. Yeah. I think some sort of full commit crazy melee skew is probably also really good Yeah, for empire with like triple dues vader double full irg with guardians like you, oh god just like thinking about all the yeah. all the shenanigans like yeah i guardian my do back yeah i guardian vader yeah you shoot my royal guards but i still got vader and triple dues in your face yeah. you know it's like it's a triple threat man it, it's I feel a lot like coming at you sometimes empire does that where it's like Oh, you guys like doing this? Okay, well, we're going to do it really disgustingly now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it always yeah. seems like Empire ends up doing that. It's funny. Uh, John, what do you think? Empire and Empire lists? Uh, I think Vader. Definitely Vader. Um, but I think, I think we're going to see a lot of people taking Vader without knowing how to do, like, lightsaber fights. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
which is great until you come against a lightsaber. Yep. Um, there's a little, there's a little bit of an art to force user on force user. Is definitely an art. Yeah, and I, I would say Vader, like uh, back when Burst of Speed and all that came out, like I, you know, I had told the the boys, I was like, you, you know, they were voting hard for Vader, but I was like, yeah, but people still don't really know how to use them, even with Burst of Speed. Like it's really tough to get like all the different variations, like the whole like standby force push into standbys is, you know what I mean? Like people don't really fully comprehend what a force user can do. And then Vader on top of it, what Vader is used for and what he's fully capable of. Yeah. Like if you want to get good at Vader, think of all the ways that you could use Vader's might. Like that's like Vader's huge. Vader's might is like the best card, like better than implacable. Like, the positional advantage you can gain with that card because it's a, a ranged throw plus like a free clamor check plus you can force push after it <laughs> you force get all kinds push. of crazy stuff yeah force push has been one of the strongest upgrades for a yep. long time and yep. vader's might is a better one <laughs> yeah yeah and like, similar to dooku's three pip you know dooku has a two yeah Force you to is do it. A, it's a it's his three pip, yeah. That you get the lightning attack and the mega force push because it's a speed, speed two. two move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so nasty. Yeah, and for those of you that are newer, like that was one of one of the few counters to Tons at the time was you could Vader's might him up onto some some terrain that they <laughs> yep. couldn't get off of. You're like, all right, this is still silly. Go ahead and charge stuff thing. up there, you bastard. Like, like boom. Yeah, you're, you're just sit up there. Now. Yeah, good luck. The Tons just like sit up there looking over the cliff, like afraid to move. <laughs> how do we how do we get up here? <laughs> um, all right, David, I'm gonna let you do Gar. Go ahead. Tell, okay. us, tell us. All we, right. I think we know one of them already. You know but, one of them already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Yoda Padme Saber. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's that's definitely going to make an appearance. Someone will play the heel. So what if someone doesn't come in range two of you? Uh, your Saber tank is going to just kick their ass. But and it's only going to shoot once, right? Uh, yeah, but even one shot is enough. Right. And if they don't come, if they don't come in range two of you. You you win because your saber is on the objective usually. Okay, on, so you move the saber up. Yeah, you move the saber up usually like once or twice. Like middle of the board kind of thing. Oh yeah, you stuff the middle of the board with the saber, and like if you can get wings on the side of you with like line of sight blockers, it's even better because your flanks are protected and you can hide your standby sharing pieces. So like you you really want red in that match because you want the board edge to like figure out where you can fortress with the tank. Okay. And you just, you like play like key positions, recover the supplies, like anything with a center. Hell, even evaporators, you can just drive up to the red, to red's evaporator, but at least then you're like ex forcing yourself, forcing your opponent to expose the tank a little bit. Um, but like basically anything you can think of, the tank can drive up on it and put a range two bubble around it and just say like, okay, you know, anything you really want to do in this part of the board, you might have to take two, two or three shots from my tank. Mm. And my tank is aimed because I've got Yoda and Padme. Right. So it's kind Yoda of silly. Yoda seems so expensive to be doing that. He is. He is. He's, but he's like uniquely good at it because he can stand by, he can guidance Padme for a standby and then take a standby himself. Yeah. 
and then the tank can stand does. by. <laughs> right, but if that's but if that's all he does and it causes you to win the game, like yeah, I don't know. I I, I it agree. It feels like a lot of egg, like even more eggs in one basket than Luke. It is. It is. You're putting four hundred points between Yoda and the tank, and another ninety with Padme. Almost yep. five hundred points. Yeah, you're only going to have eight activations. Yeah, and I think this is where like the truck would come into play, right? Because if you load the truck up with Wookies, just drive it up, and then they disembark, move scale into like a charge. Like they could take Padme out, right? And then they could, yeah. You, you know, I, I think that gives you some of this closed that that closed transport that you were talking about, right? Like gives you some options to be like. Yeah, all right. You got the you got the truck, but I killed Padme, and now I'm on my way to kill something else. You know what I mean? Right. And like your Yoda now has to deal with my Wookies, and Yoda only has what eight dice every yeah. turn because he's attacking twice. Yep. With uh, what is it? Uh, Ataru Master, however you say it. Ataru. I don't know. Atar. Yeah, Ataru Mastery. Like a, it's like Atari, but misspelled. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So we got okay. So we got Padme Saber Yoda. Uh, Anakin Saber Yoda, or sorry, sorry, Anakin. Anakin Padme Saber is another one. I really like Anakin right now. I know I Kyle, Kyle would agree with that. Anakin's hot. Any any Anakin Padme list is really good. Um, Anakin Padme Wookies is also really good. Not just a saber tank. I think I, like, now now I no, just, these these lists feel like they're a lot more difficult to run than previous yeah. scar lists they are yeah previous scar lists it was like anyone could pick it up but i mean there was still a difference in skill like a skilled guard player and an unskilled but i still these feel like, a lot less straightforward yeah. to run. well the difference was whether they shot with five aims or two that was yeah. the skill difference right but there. I, I, yeah. I think that was, that was one of those things where we used to say, David, you remember this, we used to say this all the yeah. time with Tons, right? Rex used to make bad players good, good players great, and great players invincible. Yeah. And now there really aren't any lists that do that. Like, you have to be good at driving your list in order to be good now, right? And yeah, I think so. There's no auto, like, oh, I'm a bad player, but I just, you know, I net decked one of the scoundrels wreck star lists and now i'm i'm gonna be unstoppable at this tournament because yeah you know. like padme padme yoda saber is not an auto win you have to understand all the rules mm-hmm. that make it good like you have to understand that your tank can spend dodges from you from yoda and that those dodges cancel crits and that you know that right. you want to shoot at this really opportune moment or hold your standby for another move for another move or something like that there's things you can do to like really optimize what you're doing with it. It's not a list that you just pick up and play because it's very complicated. Yeah, right. and, I, and I would say that that's the thing, right? Is like, if you're winning with a list like that with eight activations, um, you're earning that. Yeah. It's, not, it's not like you just put it on the table and you're like, well, I won, you know? It's, it's, like, just, it's just infuriating to play against. Yeah, it's infuriating, sure. and my opponent, the, the times that I've played it, I just feel ashamed. It's <laughs> like, it's like it my opponent. Just, it feels horrible because yeah. my opponent has nothing. Like my opponent couldn't do anything that actually like gave him any any leg up. It was. Does like, it feel worse than running triple tons back in? Yes, because at least tons can die. <laughs> the tank sometimes is is immortal. Yeah, I think what I. What about I, fire supported pierced shots? Oh, those are awesome too. Okay, I, that's what. That's, I, what I'm, that's my plan for it. 
that's that's what I that's why I run Mark Anakin and not Yoda. That's why I run Anakin and not Yoda. Okay. It's because Anakin has Pierce three, Impact three, and he can actually engage the. He can take a standby shot. It's fine. Yeah. And then he can he can like you know go in there and and hit the tank last first two times with fire supported shots, and he can probably kill it in window. Saber throw with fire support. Right, saber throw fire support exactly. Yeah. Ooh. So with, with usually with an RPS because it's like impact five at that point. <laughs> impact five, Pierce three. So like any any vehicle should tremble if I'm hitting it with if I'm hitting it that hard. Yeah. That's why I like Anakin so much. Is that That's almost half an ATST. Yeah, exactly. Gone, gone in one yeah. shot. It's like yeah, you don't need Pierce against ATST though. It's like five or six wounds usually when I when I when I do it with an RPS. If I do it with a Z6, it's less, but it can still be pretty bad because the Z6 can crit sometimes on its own. Right. Yeah, right. It's also really good when Anakin plays his two pip and he has native surge crit. Oh, so it's like yeah. so you do that with you do that with a z6 and it's it's just crits all the way down and you're just feeling really happy about it <laughs> but um but yeah i mean i have to actually play that matchup because if, yeah. if the times that i played anakin against a saber like that like even the conventional padme saber like before it was the standby machine with yoda like anakin was always pretty good against it it just depended on whether you got flawed or not and even if you get flawed, you're running clone commander now, so you got two commander tokens. Okay. And you got a direct. So you drop what you do is you drop attack of the clones and you just get as many of non-commander tokens on the board as possible, and you just draw into a commander. And you're like, great, you flawed me. Fantastic. I still got an order. <laughs> you know? Uh John, you got any uh Garless? No, no. Because okay. these two Yoda and tank lists are kind of like I feel like pushing all the rest out just by the fact that they're so good. Yeah. Yeah. If I so I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend to be Kala for a second here. So uh yeah, the internal faction balance of Gar is uh worse than the others. <laughs> Which is a really diplomatic way of saying Gar is broken right now. Yeah, yeah. In the sense that like there's only a couple of lists that are like really stand out and the rest are kind of like fair. miles yeah. behind. Yeah, I, th I think I there's opportunity with Wookie somewhere. I just I can't see it. Evan seemed to figure out some of it, but I think it was still missing. I mean, you could do the same you know? standby tricks with Wookies. Yeah, you can. With Yoda and they got a lot Padme, of peers. Yoda, Padme, and Anakin with Wookies. Yep. Yeah. And they got a lot of peers, you know, the, which is, is good. The two top lists. Uh, what is it? There was another top, another uh, big tournament that was won by Yoda, Chewie, Triple Wookie. But that was like nine activation. Mm. That was another European tournament. Okay. Um, I forget the name of it. But I know it was it was one of the big ones in <laughs> I forget if it was in France or if it was in Germany. It was one of those Western European ones. Crazy. Uh all right, let's do uh CIS. What do we think? CIS. Yeah, that's C an interesting one. I think b2s are still fantastic agreed um yeah, especially so especially with like kalani supporting them giving them two aims on their shots and dodges it's just disgusting yeah bro like roger roger with uh kalani is stupid like you only wish you could give them situational awareness <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and it's like yeah i got 12 health and i cancel two crits 
<laughs> I I think there's a Kraken Magna Guard spider droid list. That's I think Cirillo played that at PAX, um, which probably isn't terrible. Um, I don't, you know, I think it still needs some finesse to work out, but I, I think it's in good good place. Yeah, so, so where Gar has the worst internal faction balance, CIS has the best. Yeah, there's just so many lists. just about everything is playable. Yeah. In fact, I don't think there's anything not playable in CIS right now. Cad Bane. Dreydakos? Uh, Cad Bane, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I forget where I saw this. Uh, someone was proposing that you could actually take a naked T-Series with a comms jammer, just run him into the enemy lines, and as soon as he dies, you promote Cad Bane to commander so your triple Magna Guard can guardian him. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know All where right. I saw that, but it was pretty funny. Uh, right. That's hey. kind of wacky. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's just like, you just run him into the enemy. It's like, if you don't kill him, then he's, he's just, you're just getting comms jammed yeah. the entire time. But it, it's it's just a funny, it's a funny list. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to poop on Cad Bane too much. I think he's still pretty good. I think he'll get he'll get better with the you know the eventual scum and villainy faction stuff that they're doing there. Yeah, he just doesn't have the he doesn't have like the buttery smoothness of coordinate that all the other ones do, and that like creates that you know really, really nice like synergy between the units and like lets you put aggressive tactics wherever you want, and you know lots of good stuff like that. So pretty much anything from CIS is just about. Yeah, the one, the one Cad thing, Bane. except Cad Bane. That's for you, Bobby. <laughs> yes. Was it? Isn't Bobby like a huge pro Cad Bane player? Yeah. He yeah. When was that San Diego Open? Yeah, it was At San like Diego. One dinner, he was saying that he could take me on with Cad Bane. Ah. <laughs> we haven't played that game yet. But... Yeah, I hope it happens. I want to yeah. see it, and I want to cast it. Uh, yeah. I want to see Cad Bane do this. Do the thing. Because he doesn't, he doesn't really do the thing. No, he doesn't. That often. No. Uh, the one thing I was gonna say about CIS is that ion spiders are like, you might be really sad if you face another CIS list that has them and you don't have anything to do against them. Yeah. You might end up really sad. Like if your droidicas come up against ion spiders, you're gonna be super sad because they're just gonna take away all your shields. Yep. But even just generally, like your B two is getting hit by ions, it's like, oh man, that really sucks. Yeah, because I can't move and then shoot, or I can't shoot and then recover because I lost an action. And suddenly, all my units have to be—it's like as if they can all be suppressed because there's ion on the board. Yeah, those things are. I don't. I. I. I think they're good. I just. I don't know how good, right? Or if yeah. it's, it's going to matter when they really come into strength, you know? Right. Is it a meme? Is the question? I think like two ion spiders is probably fine they're they're like a they're not a three of i think i think they're like a two of or a zero of right now Zion spider droids um that's just my thought about it yeah and that's yeah i agree i feel like i mean unless they're getting unless they're charging the lines and getting use out of their um detonate which by the way does not feel like it's that easy to do then they're just atrts they have an ion gun, but that's only great against heavies and separatists. Yep. So yeah, it's like still, David's saying, unless you're like, I wouldn't invest three into it. It's still a six dice weapon at range four, though. 
which is another good thing because it, it can yeah. meaningfully if it's got an aim it can meaningfully crit a range four yeah that's true it's just consistent from a long way away which is really annoying but other than that you got to recover shoot right yeah you got to recover shoot but usually kalani has you with uh oh, okay um ai vehicle what is it direct vehicle and then like uh strategize so you'll have an aim possibly two if you mm -hmm. tip link targeting array there's a lot there do you think um what do you guys think of the snail the snail boy uh i think he's underused yeah, I, I think even know yet. i want to see him i want to see him transporting b2s and just like drive by just blasting music <laughs> and just driving by and just you know hitting you at range two yeah. and having like permanent heavy cover on your on your b2s i think they can be a really mean unit yeah but I, th I think they're under they're a little bit under probably going to be a little bit underplayed the model's really beautiful it's also massive and so like i think that might discourage people from using it but uh, you know but, is it on an oblong base it's on an oblong base and it's bigger than the gav jeez yeah so, so those so those weak point one sides are probably pretty wide arcs they're huge yeah that's they're very huge but it's got a it's got a huge amount of health it's like 11 yeah. health yeah it's atsc yeah. health yeah so it's hard to chew through all that usually yeah i mean i really um it, it's like almost a better gav <laughs> like i was like looking at it going uh we we're playing stormtide the other day and i i was playing a droid list with and you know with with that and i was like oh i really like this snail tank look so i don't know who knows i may play cis bush i don't know what i'm bringing whatever it is i'll crush it <laughs> right. stuff some v2s in there man yeah i'm gonna I'm yeah gonna, gonna hurt stuff all kinds of stuff in there that's gonna bring bush down down to reality i don't live in reality no no you you're the one that land. does i live in dreamland oh that's right you're, you're the numbers guy. i got that mixed up my i'm bad. the i'm the artsy guy <laughs> i'm the arts and crafts guy over here you're the one crunching all the hard numbers oh yeah I've got to do that still. I think that was a pretty successful podcast, boyos. I think so. <laughs> we yeah. did it. Take that, Kyle. Oof. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Hopefully, Kyle, Kyle. Yeah, I'm hoping he'll be we back soon. He's still uh, doing the paternity leave, which is awesome. And, you know, I'm just it's great. They have a new they have a new kid and that's always interesting the baby stuff is always interesting oh yeah <laughs> we talked about this before david oh we did <laughs> i uh, but you know i have teenagers now so that's a whole different game we're right i have a seven yeah. month old so <laughs> yeah. that's totally different <laughs> yeah every stage is different right it's like yeah. yeah yeah you're starting to get to sleep so that's good yeah it is it's nice yeah. He sleeps through the night and doesn't really bother me. He goes to bed really relatively early. In fact, after this episode is finished, I got to put him to bed. Nice. Yep. He's probably asleep downstairs already. That's good. Well, all right. Let's wrap it up. This is, I, I, I feel weird saying, I was thinking about this today. 
I was like, well, Kyle always says we are the notorious scoundrels, but literally none of us are. And so this, this, I mean, I guess I sort of am, but not really. You used to be David and Mm -hmm. I guess Bush facts, you're an honorary scoundrel at this point. Nice. Yeah. You know what? (laughs) I'm going to, David, you'll you'll go after me. All right. We'll do our little side. You ready? All right. All right. Go. We are the notorious scoundrels. I'm Jay. I'm David. And I'm John Bush facts. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>